Hey guys, Kathleen Carnally here. I am so excited to get back into James chapter 3. We're going to be picking it up in verse 7. And we're going to be talking about the tongue and our words and the power that they have in us to move us and in the atmosphere around us. So go grab your Bible, maybe a pencil, a paper, a notebook. I've got my uke and I'll open us up in song. He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet The birds hush their singing And the melody that he gave to me within my heart is singing And he He talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever Thank you, Lord, for the melody that you have put in my heart. Thank you, God, for your word. Lord, may we hear your voice today, and may we follow. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So turn with me to James chapter 3, and we're going to pick it up in verse 7. For every kind of beasts, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. So here we see the comparison of the taming of wild beasts and the tongue. And James says it's easier to train a wild animal. If you know anything about taming or training an animal, you know there is this thing called positive reinforcement, which is key for strengthening the desired good behaviors that you're trying to teach. And to be honest, it's no different with us. The things that we say to each other or to our children are affirming their speech, communication, and behavior. Are we using our mouths to edify and reinforce good behavior? Or do we give more response and attention to bad behavior? We've got to remember the power that our words have and the tone for that matter. Just like the helm of a ship, like we talked about last week, they steer and they lead. So we must be responsible with our words because we're held responsible for our words. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 12, starting in verse 36, But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Words are powerful. And I can't help it, but when I read these words of Jesus, talking about by our words we shall be justified, I think of Romans chapter 10, where Paul says in verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So what we say matters. 
what we say counts. So may our yeses be yes, our noes be no. May we be people of our word, just like Jesus, who happened to be the word as well. But as we move forward, I want you to remember that connection between the heart and the mouth that we just read about. So let's turn back to James chapter three. We're gonna pick it up in verse nine, where James addresses the hypocrisy that can happen with the mouth. Therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. So hypocrisy of the mouth should not happen, James says. And who is he speaking to about this? He's speaking to the brethren. He addresses them specifically. He's talking to God's people which is important to remember because this is not expected of the world who are dead in sin, who have no Holy Spirit to do this work for them. But he is speaking to those who claim to believe. Ephesians chapter two, starting in verse one, it says, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation or our speech in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved. So like this says here, the conversations in times past, they were fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And like James says, that the tongue is an unruly evil. But... When we submit ourselves to God and to the leading of the Holy Spirit, then from the inside out, our speech changes. What comes out is different when it's coming from a new source, a wellspring of life, a new heart. I love how it's put in Ezekiel chapter 36. Turn with me there. Starting in verse 26, God says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. So there is that new source that our speech can come from. The Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Remember when Jesus talked about the heart and the mouth? This is why we need a new heart put in us by God through faith that we can have this new source to speak from. Luke chapter 6, verse 45, Jesus says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. So we speak from what we treasure inside of us. Like Jesus says in Matthew 6, for where our treasure is, there 
our heart will be also. Our speech reveals the treasure that we have inside. So what do we treasure then? What kind of treasure do we want within? Jesus likens the kingdom of God to treasure. He says in Matthew chapter 13, verse 44, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and sell all that he hath, and buyeth that field. So may we check our speech and see what it is that we treasure. And like this man, may we be willing to sell all that we have for the greatest treasure of all. James chapter 3, verse 11. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine figs? so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. So hypocrisy is not an option. In the end, it won't pass. Jesus said, you are for me or against me. In Matthew 12, starting in verse 33, he says, either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. Again, we read about the treasure, the heart, the mouth. And if God's treasure be in us, His holy kingdom then may also our words flow from that place. Remembering that we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. You can read about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It is by His strength, His power, His spirit, that pure words, good words, God's word will come from our mouth. And if you're listening right now and you're thinking, I don't know if I have that treasure. Maybe your words have been bitter and not sweet. Well, the time of repentance is now. Whatever the other things are that you might have been treasuring or have been most valuable to you, it's time to let that go, to sell it all, to lay it down, trade it all for the King of Kings and His treasure of His kingdom that can dwell within us through faith. Turn to Christ. Believe Him at His word. And with that heart, believe unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confess unto salvation, Jesus Christ is Lord. And the rest will follow. Be prepared to live like you've